This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, I'm Ana Maria Popescu with the news first, the headlines. An IMF mission headed by Yankees Martin will be in Bucharest until February the 1st to analyze the latest economic and financial developments. The Romanian Justice Minister, Alina Gorghiu, requested the emergency endorsement of bills against drug trafficking and the United Nations called on the countries having suspended the funding of the Agency for Palestinian Refugees to at least guarantee that operations vital for 2 million people will be carried on. An international monetary fund mission headed by Yankees Martin will be in Bucharest between January the 29th and February the 1st to review the latest economic and financial developments. The previous IMF visit to Romania was last autumn when IMF experts conducted their annual analysis of the Romanian economy. At that time, Ian Case Martin's said estimates were pointing to a budget deficit of 6% of GDP for the end of 2023 and of 5% in 2024, as well as to an economic growth rate of 2.3%. Romania has no ongoing agreements with the IMF at present, but the fund conducts regular visits to review financial and economic indicators. The Prime Minister Marcel Tolaco voiced optimism with respect to the IMF's assessment. He explained that Romania still has problems meeting a benchmark in the National Recovery and Resilience Programme, as the European Commission believes Romania has too low SME taxation levels. The Romanian Justice Minister Alina Gheorghiu requested the emergency endorsement of the bills against drug trafficking and drug use. A first bill concerns the setup of the Drug Trafficking Register and of Regional Rehab Centers for Drug Addicts. A second bill eliminates suspended sentences for drug trafficking. On Friday, after the Justice and Home Affairs Council, the Interior Minister Catalin Pradoyo announced that Romania set up a task force integrating several institutions involved in the fight against drug trafficking. He said Romania is on the front line of the crackdown on international drug trafficking networks and welcomed the Council's decision to include Romania's and Bulgaria's air and maritime borders in the Schengen area. According to the Romanian official, EU member countries should focus on curbing drug trafficking in ports through an integrated international platform. In Romania, the markup for basic foodstuff prices may be kept for another three months. 
The announcement was made by Prime Minister Matul Tulaku recently as the capping scheme is due to come to an end soon. According to the Prime Minister, a decision will be made following talks with all stakeholders. The Agriculture Minister told Radio Romania that a discussion in this respect will be held on Monday. He explained that according to data made public by the National Statistics Institute and the Competition Council, the measure has been effective. The Agriculture Minister added that the introduction of further products in the list is being considered. The emergency order passed by the government last summer in order to contain the effects of inflation saw a temporary capping of markups for several basic foodstuffs, including bread, milk, yogurt, flour, eggs, chicken and pork. The measure was subsequently extended and further products were included. The United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres Sunday called on the countries that have suspended funding for the EU Agency for Palestinian Refugees to at least guarantee the continuity of UNRWA operations, which are vital for 2 million people, France Press reports. The UN body, which is the main provider of humanitarian aid in Gaza, Friday announced firing a number of employees accused of involvement in the Hamas attack in Israel on October 7, 2023. And that was the news. Dear friends, the Radio Romania Board of Administrators decided to temporarily suspend the use of two out of the five Radiocom shortwave transmitters that ensure the broadcast of Radio Romania International's programs because of budget cuts. The RRI programs in English are affected. All of them may be received on only one frequency instead of two as of August the 1st. The frequencies, as well as any other prospective changes operated by Radiocom for to reception monitoring and to your feedback on reception quality will be announced in our broadcasts on our webpage and on Facebook. We invite you to follow RRI's programs online at rri.ro, including On Demand, on SoundCloud, on Android and iOS apps, via TuneIn and via Satellite. You can find more details on our homepage. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Spotify. Next on Radio Romania International, Think Greener. Hello, I'm Cristina Matescu, and today we'll be talking about educational hiking routes in Romania's forests. Romsilva, the National Forest Authority, created last year 55 different educational routes across its county branches. More than 35,000 pupils have already benefited, according to forest administrators. The routes were created as part of a forest education program entitled Discover the Secrets of the Forest, Let's Learn About Forests, developed by regional forest directorates, to add to the existing nine educational routes available in national and nature parks managed by Romsilva. 
In Bihor County, for example, one such route passes through Baila Felix Spa. The route is three kilometers long, has a low difficulty level, and is accessible all year round free of charge. By scanning the 10 QR codes across the route, information becomes available about Rom Silva's activity, about the forest, the trees, and the animal species who live there. It's a route easily accessible by visitors to Baila Felix and starts near a tunnel leading to the forest range. At the entrance, visitors find a map with information about the route in Romanian, Hungarian and English. A theme route is also available for Bucharest, with educational panels for the pupils from the city and the surrounding areas. The Forest Directorates created educational routes in over 30 counties and another seven will become available in 2024. By holding a competition entitled Young People in Romania's Forests, Rom Silva also entered into many educational partnerships with schools and NGOs. Specialists from the Rom Silva main branch have launched a pilot project aimed at providing interactive support for forest and environmental education classes in Bucharest schools. The projects consist in the provision of a planting kit containing a flower pot, a decorative plant and instructions for how to tend to it. The National Forest Authority manages 3.13 million hectares of state-owned forests, which accounts for around 48% of Romania's forests, and provides forestry services for around 1 million hectares of forests in other forms of ownership. All state-owned forests have forest management certificates at international standards. And that was Think Greener. This is Radio Romania International, cultural event. Welcome to cultural event with me, Lacrimiara Simeon. The Bucharest Municipality Museum opened at the end of last year a temporary exhibition that can be visited until the middle of February this year. Looking through the frame, portraits and self-portraits of the Stork family at the Frederick Stork and Cecilia Kutsescu Stork Museum in Bucharest, one of the headquarters belonging to the Bucharest Municipality Museum. The exhibition proposes, within the house workshop of the two classic artists, a foray into their world, among relatives and family friends, a review of the various life or artistic stages of the artists through the portraits and self-portraits signed by the Stork family. Frederick Stefan Stork, 
1872-1942, was a Romanian sculptor, art chronicler, and teacher. His wife, Cecilia Cuțescu Stork, 1879-1969, was a painter with an important influence in the cultural life of the interwar period. We spoke with the museographer and curator Ana Maria Arsinca about what the Bucharest Municipality Museum exhibition at the Stork House offers to the public. Prin reunirea unor lucrări care nu au mai fost expuse de foarte mult timp, expoziția By bringing together works that have not been exhibited for a very long time, the exhibition manages to highlight another dimension, the family one. Therefore, I have brought to the public's attention a selection of portraits and self-portraits of members of the Stork family in an attempt to complete the gallery of such works already existing in the permanent exhibition to trace a genealogical thread of a family considered by specialized literature as an artistic dynasty, said Ana Maria Arsinca. Next, the curator, Ana Maria Arsinca, gave us more details about the Stork family. Această dinastie artistică a fost întemeiată de Karl Stork, originar din Germania, care s-a This artistic dynasty was founded by Karl Stork, who came from Germany and settled in Bucharest in 1849. Karl Stork is known, on the one hand, for making monumental sculptures, stucco decorations for buildings, funerary monuments and wood sculpture, pews and furniture for churches, and on the other hand, for his work as a teacher of sculpture and perspective at the School of Fine Arts in Bucharest, being the one who laid the foundations of the Romanian School of Sculpture. Two of his sons, Karol and Frederick Stork, also became sculptors. Karol Stork studied sculpture in Florence, spent three years in Philadelphia, then returned to the country, where he began working with his father for various commissions, and Frederick Stork studied sculpture at the School of Fine Arts in Bucharest, where, after completing his studies in Munich, he became a teacher of modeling and drawing. We also find Frederick Stork among the founders of the Artistic Youth Society at the beginning of the 20th century, Ana Maria Arsinka explained. The painter Cecilia Cuțescu-Stork plays a special role in the history of the Stork family. Here is Ana Maria Arsinka with details about her personality. Another important side of the Stork family concerns the complex personality of Cecilia Cuțescu-Stork, Frederick Stork's wife. She became the first woman teacher at the Bucharest School of Arts in 1916 which was also the year when she founded the Association of Women Painters and Sculptors. The Stork couple had two daughters, Gabriela Stork, an architect, and Cecilia Frederica Stork-Botez, a ceramic artist, said Ana Maria Arsinka in the end of cultural event. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Coming up next in today's broadcast, it's Hit of the Day. Listen to Ami with a single called Nostalgia. Tu mi l'hai cantato, mi hai lasciato 
You are listening to Radio Romania International. Society Today Hello and welcome, I'm Galin Kotsoyu. Civic spirit in the city is not only manifested in the sense of expressing dissatisfaction or reporting to the authorities when things are not going well. For example, the Chishmidiu Civic Initiative Group is mobilizing the neighbors of Blokul Lirik, a block of flats adjacent to the famous Bucharest Park, to form a community by composting. As a result, a composting station consisting of three special boxes where food waste is collected, left to mature and then turned into fertilizer, was recently placed in the inner courtyard of the block. Alex Oplitza, the coordinator of the Civic Initiative Group and the block, believes that by doing work together, neighbors can socialize and then relax together. Here's Alex Oprica. Încă din 2017 am început să ne ocupăm de grădina blocului, e cea din curtea interioară și din față. Am adus plante. As early as 2017, we started taking care of the block's courtyard. It's the one in the inner courtyard and the one in the front. We also brought plants and tried to think of it in a way that it is as resilient as possible to climate change, to require minimal watering and a minimal level of intervention. Probably a good part of the compost will still go to public spaces, neighborhood gardens, and the other part will go to those who compost and want to take home part of the compost for their house plants, it being a natural fertilizer, very beneficial for plants. After the placement of the crates for collection and ripening, the composting lesson followed, held by Gabriela Jordan, project coordinator of the Compost Academy and the Mărțișor Community Orchard. Compostarea, adică colectarea separată a resturilor vegetale de restul deșeurilor pe care le generăm. Composting, that is the selective collection of vegetable remains from the rest of the waste that we generate at home from our daily consumption, makes each fraction much cleaner and easier to reach the area where it can be transformed again into materials for the process of production. Regarding the separate selective collection of plant residue in the urban area where we do community composting, we encourage a very simple recipe. We separate the skins from vegetable, fruits, spines, coffee grounds, tea residue, or house flowers, which we shred well at least once a week. Then we bring them to these bins where the community takes their vegetable scraps. It is an environmentally friendly process because we no longer generate waste in landfills that are non-compliant and should be closed anyway. And secondly, plant debris turns into a natural fertilizer that we use in both planters and block gardens 
as a vitamin and mineral supplement for pines and trees to support life. Currently, seven composting stations, similar to the ones near the Chishmidu Park, operate in the other communities in Bucharest blocks of flats. But the phenomenon is somewhat more extensive, including neighborhoods with family houses. Here is Gabriela Jordan. There are a lot more compost bins of this type out there right now. And obviously people are starting to get various containers for individual composting at home. Especially when they have a patch of land and can put there these vegetable scraps to be turned into compost in a few months. But really, for community composting in a block of flats in particular, it is more difficult. And then the community composting stations are dedicated to some micro-communities from the block. But not only from that building, but also from the area. People who want to compost in the area and do not yet have such a station. We really wanted to expand the network. In the Compost Academy project, we will even offer a prize for a community that wants to open a station. The more the better. People who compost start to ask themselves certain questions. To reduce food waste. It is very important to understand that composting does not solve food waste. We need to sort out food waste before composting, meaning from our shopping list and the amount we actually cook and consume. Community composting refers, as I say, only to the remains of vegetables and fruits, coffee grounds, and at most crushed vegetable and fruit peels. Alex Opritza from the Chishmiju Civic Initiative Group tells us how easy or difficult it is to coagulate a community around projects like this. It's not simple. I would like to say that it is simple, but it happens that way because we actually live in a society where we're not encouraged to socialize with our neighbors, with the people around us. Everything happens so fast that we realize we don't find enough time to meet even our close friends and family. And that's why it's not easy to bring people together. Here, in the Lyric block of flats, it happened over time. We had a series of community events, from gardening, ornithology, various activities in the neighborhood, which we have been doing for five years now. You have been listening to Society Today. Coming up next in the program... Romanian Without Tears Welcome to our Romanian language lesson. I am Kalin Kotsoyu. And today we're just going to sit down for a meal at the table. So let's start. Table. Masa. Plate. Farfurie. Glass. Pahar. Fork. Furculiță. Knife. Cuțit. Tablespoon, lingura, teaspoon, lingurita, napkin, shervetzel, cup, cana. 
Excellent. So now let's see some sentences. Let's sit at the table. Să ne așezăm la masă. Pull up a chair. Trageți un scaun. This is your plate. Asta e farfuria ta. Would you like a glass of water? Vreți un pahar cu apă? That fork is not clean. Furculița aia nu e curată. You don't need a knife for that preparation. Nu îți trebuie cuțit pentru prepalatul acela. Put in a tablespoon of sugar. Pune o linguriță de zahăr. I'll give you a tablespoon for the soup. Îți dau o lingură pentru supă. Do you need another napkin? Vă mai trebuie un șerbețel? Give me a cup for the coffee. Dăm o cană pentru cafea. Great! Now, let's rehearse the basic terms. Table. Masă. Chair. Scaun. Plate. Farfurie. Glass. Pahar. Fork. Furculiță. Knife. Cuțit. Tablespoon. Lingură. Teaspoon. Linguriță. Napkin. Șerbețel. And cup. Cană. Thank you for listening. Keep rehearsing and see you next time from the Romanian language lesson. It's goodbye. La revedere. Time now for a short music break in the program. Listen to Sore featuring Adrian Sina and their song Lovesick. Just that to know.
cum să cad Trupul și mintea nu se înțeleg, dar sunt defect Florile astea le las aici O să plec, o să mă întorc Dar când o să pot eu să mă iert Iată acum sunt doar jumătate din întreg Hello and welcome to our jazz music program. This is Daniel Bill to the microphone. On January the 27th, one of Romania's greatest jazz musicians, Bertie Barbera, celebrates his 52nd anniversary. He is going to celebrate a special day with a recital in a well-known club in Bucharest. Let's now listen to him with Sam Cooke's Ain't That Good, performing are Bertie Barbera and guitarist Nico Patoi. Good news. 
station Ah, that's good news, man, that's good news Today's edition of our jazz music program has been devoted to one of Romania's greatest musicians, Bertie Barbera, who on January the 27th celebrates his 52nd anniversary. Here he is again at the microphone with Peter Gabriel's composition, Salisbury Hill.
This remarkable musician and artist Bertie Barbera has along the years maintained a tight cooperation with big band Radio Romania, a famous jazz orchestra who is well known on stages in Romania and abroad. We go out today with Bertie Barbera and the aforementioned orchestra, which will be performing a big band medley. Everyone I meet gives me a friendly hello.
You are listening to Radio Romania International. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. In the spotlight. Hello, dear friends, and welcome to a new edition in our weekly series in the spotlight. The program, which brings you the latest in Romania's international life, its contacts and exchanges with various international entities. This is Daniel Bill to the microphone. Stay tuned. Romania's Minister of Foreign Affairs, Luminita Odobescu, participated on Thursday, January the 18th, 2024, as main speaker in the panel on Russia, what next, of the annual meeting of the World Economic Forum in Davos. The debate was attended by Valdis Dombrovskis, Vice President of the European Commission, Radoslav Tomasz Sikorski, Minister of Foreign Affairs of Poland, and Gabriel Islansbergis, Minister of Foreign Affairs of Lithuania. The four European officials addressed in their speeches issues related to the domestic, political and economic situation of the Russian Federation in the context of the war of aggression against Ukraine. Practical ways of supporting Ukraine, as well as options for countering hybrid threats, initiated by Russia to European and transatlantic security, were invented. Minister of Foreign Affairs Luminita Odobescu reiterated the firm condemnation of Russia's war of aggression against Ukraine, reaffirming Romania's unwavering support for Ukraine's independence, sovereignty and territorial integrity. The Romanian official condemned the massive and repeated Russian attacks against Ukrainian civilians and critical Ukrainian infrastructure, which constitute war crimes. She also pointed out the risks that these attacks, especially those targeting port infrastructure, pose to regional security, to Romania's security respectively. On the margins of the World Economic Forum on January the 18th this year, Minister of Foreign Affairs Luminica Odobescu had a bilateral meeting with Penny Pritzker, the United States Special Representative for the Reconstruction of Ukraine. The two officials had an in-depth exchange of views on Ukraine's short, medium and long-term needs. They agreed on the particular importance of international involvement in Ukraine's reconstruction process to ensure the resilience and sustainable economic development of the Ukrainian state. The Minister of Foreign Affairs presented the projects launched by Romania for the development of cross-border infrastructure between Romania, the Republic of Moldova and Ukraine. In this context, she stressed the relevance of cross-border infrastructure projects to facilitate international investment in the reconstruction of Ukraine. The United States Special Representative for the Reconstruction of Ukraine 
emphasized Romania's role as a future logistics and supply platform for international projects and investments in Ukraine. On the occasion of the participation in the World Economic Forum, Minister of Foreign Affairs Luminitsa Odobescu had a meeting with His Excellency Quais Muhammad Musal Youssef, Minister of Commerce, Industry and Investment Promotion of the Sultanate of Oman. The Romanian official brought up the calendar of bilateral contacts, expressing the interest in strengthening the political-diplomatic dialogue and the Romanian-Omani economic cooperation. Minister Lumitza Odobescu also discussed with the new president of the European Investment Bank, Nadia Calvino, in view of the official's visit to Bucharest. Romania's Minister of Foreign Affairs, Luminita Odobescu, received on Friday, January the 19th, 2024, the Ambassador of the Republic of Armenia to Romania, Tigran Galtian, on the occasion of the presentation of copies of his letters of accreditation. The two interlocutors reviewed the current state of Romanian-Armenian relations and their prospects, as well as the possibilities for cooperation at the bilateral level in the framework of EU-Armenia relations and at the multilateral level. The Romanian official expressed the interest in developing the political and diplomatic dialogue between Romania and Armenia and in identifying new areas of mutual interest in order to intensify economic and sectoral cooperation. She also reiterated Romania's constant support for the deepening of EU-Armenia relations, including through the use of all existing EU instruments with a focus on the South Caucasus region. The Minister of Foreign Affairs expressed her confidence in the upward development of bilateral relations and wished the new ambassador every success in carrying out his mandate in Bucharest, assuring him of the support of the Romanian authorities. Ambassador Tigran Galtian presented the priorities of his mandate in Romania and expressed his full commitment to deepening the directions of action outlined on the bilateral agenda of late. Romania's Minister of Foreign Affairs, Luminita Odobescu, received on January the 19th, 2024, the Ambassador of the Republic of Azerbaijan to Romania, Gutsi Durzun Oglu Osmanov, on the occasion of the presentation of copies of his letters of accreditation. During the meeting, priority issues regarding the deepening of the strategic partnership between Romania and Azerbaijan were discussed, focusing on the intensification of the political dialogue and the development of sectoral cooperation in strategic areas, such as energy, transport, education, trade and investment. The status of bilateral projects on the agenda was also analyzed with a view to accelerating their implementation in 2024. Minister Dobescu commended the excellent relations between the two countries and reaffirmed Romania's commitment 
to developing the bilateral strategic partnership. She also underlined Romania's support for the future constructive and forward-looking strengthening of relations between the European Union and Azerbaijan. At the same time, she underlined the Romanian state's interest in ensuring prosperity, development and a stable security environment in the South Caucasus region. For his part, Ambassador Gutsi Osmanov agreed with the Romanian side's assessment of the excellent state of the Romanian-Azerbaijani dialogue, highlighting mutually beneficial strategic priorities. Minister of Foreign Affairs Lumitza Odobescu wished the Azerbaijani ambassador success in carrying out his mandate in Romania and assured him of the support of the Romanian authorities to this end. Well, friends, this is all we have time for in this program. Until next time, from me, Daniel Biltz, it's goodbye and good listening. on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Violinist Valentin Albeștianu comes from a family of genuine fiddlers who along the years have preserved the outstanding tradition of fiddlers' music. Let's listen to him now with a lively dance tune. Thank you. 
And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next programme for Western Europe at 1800 hours UTC on 11630 kHz in the DRM system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programmes tomorrow at 1200 hours UTC on 21470 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at rri.ro. Goodbye.